This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash storybrooke. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Well, keep in mind the second birth can progress much faster than the first. Well, that's putting it mildly. I seem to have gone from zero to due date in the blink of an eye. <laughs> How's our father doing? Oh, me? I'm, I'm fine. Great. And feelings, especially those we keep bottled up, can affect a pregnancy just as much as diet and exercise. If you've got any fears at all about any of this, it's best to just get it out into the open. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is a podcast that's not really here. We were never here. We should be, but we're not. <laughs> we also talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. How are you doing, Anne-Marie? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm I, a little concerned after that intro. I'm kind of in a nightmarish state right now. I don't know are what you? it is. Are you, yeah. are you, are you scared? I, I, I have fear. You have uh, fear? Where is your courage? Yeah, my the, my major thematic motivation in life is fear. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're here to talk about once a new Yay! episode this week. Uh, some mixed meh. reaction. Yeah, no haterade, but meh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think the general consensus we we've heard from the internet, from uh, you you guys, you listeners, and just elsewhere online is that was an episode. <laughs> <laughs> is Which, it next week yet? <laughs> <laughs> the scene with Rumpel and the witch was kind of cool. Um, but before we get started talking about that, I just wanted to mention we we haven't uh, mentioned this in a while. And I figured, you know, since, you know, we're right in the midst of uh, the, the new beginning for the new half season and everything, it'd be a good time. Uh, if, if you guys have never heard of iTunes. iTunes? They have a podcast store. Podcast? Yes. Yes. Like this. What we're on right now. Oh, a podcast. Yes, Exactly. And, uh, yeah, you, you know, if you, you might have even found this podcast on uh, the iTunes podcast, podcast. store, we, you'll notice when you see a podcast on there, there's a bunch of little stars next to it with a number. I I don't know what you thought those were. Or you were. may notice that there's no little stars. <laughs> no, we, we have a fair I, amount. We I have know, a fair I amount. Know. But those are reviews. And, uh, you know, it always helps uh, with the iTunes rankings. And, you know, when people are going around looking for a new looking Once for Upon a, a Time podcast, uh, to see a bunch of good ratings on there. There and a bunch of recent ratings too. So what we do is, if you go on there, you leave us an honest review. It doesn't have to be five stars; it can be one through five stars. We prefer five stars. We definitely prefer five stars. But if you if we you think we're a little four blurb, star, if you're feeling it, yeah, yeah, and a little blurb, and we'll read that blurb on the podcast. Uh, we haven't had any uh, very recently, uh, but we haven't been asking. <sighs> I'd like for to them issue anyway. a challenge. Okay. I have no major reward for this challenge, but I issue you this challenge anyway. Okay. I want a review and a rhyme. A review and rhyme? Yes. I love that. I want a review and a rhyme. I love that. And uh, I know you don't have any sort of uh... – I mean I can come up with something. Yeah. Actually, that that sounds really good. For next week, everyone go to iTunes. Uh, go to Greetings from Storybrooke. Leave us a little review in verse. Yes. And uh, whoever uh, we, we like – we'll read all of them. And whoever we like the most – you know what? 
I'll send a free copy of both of my dog boy books too. Ooh, two books, and I'll so. come up with something over the course of the week. Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe a I'm, pound of coffee. I was just gonna say, maybe I can send you a pound of Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Yeah, so so uh, two physical copies of dog boy books and a pound of Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Whole bean, you get to grind it yourself. We're calling this the potluck contest. <laughs> The potluck review contest. So <laughs> go ahead, get over to iTunes, leave us a rhyming review, much like our rhyming episode summaries, which Amory's going to get into right now. Okay, ready, aim. Hold on, computer being angry. Also, people remind us about that so we don't forget. I think we'll remember. <laughs> yeah, we should. Um. Okay. <clears throat> Charming gets spooked in the year that we lost. Having a baby always comes with a cost. Snow gets a midwife in Storybrook now, but Charming's scared of his double and how. Rumple's still penned up and crazy as nails, spinning his wheels in the, his storm shelter jail. Courage is claimed with a root stole from Bell, the same one taken by the freaked Rapunzel. The Wicked Witch has plans to bolster her power in this week's spanking new episode, The Tower. Amory, uh, you need me to do that? again well no no i just heard a chuckle in your voice it sounded like you had some other things that rhyme with rapunzel that you could throw out there no i got nothing okay i got nothing <laughs> but I, I was trying to emphasize the you know the mm. rhymage yeah that's the best versus I could do. That, like pronouncing things wrong i don't know it seems like they should have come up with a few words that rhyme with rapunzel by now but i didn't couldn't find any or any that was the closest i could do hey no it was it's done very well it's done stop very judging well. me I'm not judging you. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I'm not judging you. I'm judging the episode. What did you think of the episode? <laughs> Meh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I believe we said this somewhere. Mm-hmm. It is a very, very odd week when we are more excited for Wonderland than once. Yes, very much In so. fact, I'm a little scared mm-hmm. that I'm more excited for – like I really can't wait for this week's Wonderland, which surely means it's going to stink <laughs> to high heavens. Yeah. By the way, if you're watching Wonderland, we do a regular Wonderland podcast that we release on Saturday night. It's on this feed, so you should be downloading it. You probably know about it. Uh, and this past week's episode of Wonderland was amazing and uh, we loved it. So go check out that episode if you don't want to hear us bash on the show. <laughs> if you want to hear us love on Wonderland. Right. But I mean – it didn't really move forward. No, no. It, this was a very stagnant episode, mm-hmm. and it had its purpose. It had its purpose of taking the courage. Yeah, it, this one, which was, we'll talk about. This but, one was more about moving chess pieces than actually telling a story. A little bit, you know, getting things yeah. into position yeah. for what I'm assuming will be a big something or another. Yeah, in in, in the future. Uh, speaking of big things that went down in this episode, though, I yeah. think. Uh, we have to start off with a couple of uh, revelations uh, from the Wicked Witch herself, Selena. Uh, in the Selena, scene... not Selena. No, I said that Selena. Was, that was a musician. I, Selena's also uh, <laughs> Selena Kyle, Kyle from uh, Batman. She's Catwoman. Oh, things I should learn. Uh, yes. <laughs> or remember, rather. Because, uh, yeah, we're doing a Batman. Gotham podcast uh, here shortly. After Wonderland's over, actually. Um, so if, if people were wondering... That's when it's going to happen. No, but the Wicked Witch, uh, she's she's uh, down down in her storm cellar with uh, with good old Rumps. He's spinning away. My Rumps. He's My crazy. Rumps. And uh, Lady Rumps. I'm sorry. Rumps. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, I'm in a I'm in a strange mood today, folks. I'm so sorry. It I happens. am caffeinated and I have magic juice, so that could be the problem. Anyway, my Rumps. But uh, a couple big revelations. We're pretty much 99% guaranteed that Rumple is not her father. Yeah. Uh because she describes uh 
her father, and it, it's definitely not Rumpel. It's someone who's very concerned with appearances, though. And you know what? I'm, I'm pretty sure I'd be, what's. It came in late, so I'm not sure if we're going to get to it or not. But Hope said, "I hope our our big listener Hope said it sounded more like Pan, which would be interesting. Yeah, if read, if, if the Wicked early. Witch was both uh, Rumple's uh, half sister and Regina's half sister, well, it is once. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that might be pulling it pulling on the like wrong thread on the big family tree, though. Yeah. That might just be making it a little too weird. That might make weird. that branch crack a little. So yeah, and some something else that kind of got in that scene that kind of stuck out to me was well, w- while we still don't know exactly what her motivations are here, what she's after, uh, she does mention that whatever she is after is something that goes against Rumple's very nature. Now, right. what, what do you think that could mean? I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, it, yeah. Yeah, it's like I, I I started thinking, you know, what is Rumple's very nature that we've seen and everything, he's and a uh, well, he's a coward and he's all about self preservation. Uh, so they, that almost sounds like maybe the Wicked Witch is trying to find a way to destroy herself or destroy. I don't destroy think it would be destroy Rumpel because no. he was already destroyed. <laughs> to know? the best of our knowledge. Yeah, yeah but I mean, the, the the implication is that she brought him back somehow, got a hold of the dagger, right? But it, yeah, I, I don't which know. I want to know how she got the dagger. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that's a story left to be told. I mean, um, that story definitely needs to I, be told. I know in the promo pictures for this half season, they mm-hmm. had they had her and in very small in the background a, a gold rumple. I think I think it was a gold rumple. So we might get to see that I love play gold out in a fairy tale land, the enchanted forest. Um, this sort of goes along with what you were saying. That um, I think the colored skin. I put green here, but gold is gold. Mm-hmm. Um, the colored skin shows their level of evil. Like it, like it's a scale. Um, not necessarily a scale, but a definition. Mm-hmm. Like it's like this this is an evil person. You don't even want to approach that. Yeah, kind of thing because she's um how she was talking about keeping up with appearances when she was shaving him the way she sh- um would shave her father who mm-hmm. was shaking because of drink or other she didn't know which yeah. still want to know who the heck that is. One of two uh, extreme barber scenes we got in this episode. But, I'm going to shave you with a knife. I'm going to cut gonna your sh- ponytail with a sword. Right. It was a little extreme. I'm going to give you a buzz cut with an atomic bomb. That's next he week. Always, he always takes it one too far, people. Oh, no, I think, that, I, think, I, think, I think one more would have been one too far. But I don't even know what I, w- I would do to compete, compete with an atomic bomb. I don't, I don't bomb. know what you could yeah. do. Anyway, but um, what she says about them is saying our outside shown exactly what was rotting on the inside. So mm-hmm. the evil, wicked horrible mean nasty dark magic is rotting them yeah yeah like a and it's shown through their skin mm-hmm. yeah they almost like a kind of a well you like a reverse a sick- story in gray <laughs> yeah Wait, but uh yeah that's interesting I, and i wonder um i wonder if the fact that they're relatively normal looking in story Brooks says that there. Well, I mean, we know that Rumple has good underneath it all. I wonder if mm-hmm. that indicates that maybe she does too, because she seems very her 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 Storybrooke persona, the 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 rouge she she's putting on, yeah. the mask she's putting on, is really sweet and uh, you know very nice and very empathetic and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's she's pouring stuff into Charming's tea behind like, his back. She's not so nice. Snow likes her, you know. I have a point with that later. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, 
But yeah, yeah, very interesting. And something else that they've been exploring very much in this episode, they really hit it hard in this episode, but it's something I first heard uh, in the the recap special they did a couple weeks back. And that's that uh, they were considering a big uh, theme of once uh, this season – to be fear and overcoming fear and and things like that. Well, they said it was series wide, and I probably if I went back, I'd notice a little bit more of that. But it really stuck out to me after hearing it in that special in this episode. And hearing this episode over and over again. Yeah, you must conquer your fear. Let <laughs> Don't it go. be afraid. I am fr- afraid. I'm Let not afraid go. anymore. No, but uh, <laughs> uh, obviously we got the parallel stories of uh, charming in a uh, in in the year and, lost and with, charming with. What's that? Charming and charming. Yes. Really. Yeah, charming v. charming, yeah. which I really like that. I thought uh, he did a really good job playing the dark version of himself. Yeah, it was a really good filter they put over the witch voice. Yeah, yeah. Because I, it had the same sound as the Rapunzel witch. Mm-hmm. I know I personally thought it was going to be – Sorry. I thought it was going to be his brother or something for like a half second when he pulled the thing off and I was like, eh. <laughs> Be interesting. And uh, then, of course, uh, we, we also saw that play out a little bit with Rapunzel's story. She was afraid of uh, messing up the kingdom after uh, causing her brother's – inadvertently causing her brother's death and everything. But right. I, I, I guess now is as good a time as any to address Rapunzel. And the throwaway story? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it really – it didn't feel like it needed to be Rapunzel. No. Like it, it – It didn't – it almost would have been better if it was somebody we knew. Yeah, yeah. Or a nobody. Mm-hmm. Couldn't it be a random villager? I mean, obviously it was going to be a problem, but... Or a random princess, one that's one that's not as high profile right now, because... Right. They, Rapunzel and Tangled is all still huge, mm-hmm. which is why they did it, I'm sure. Yeah, and I mean, they've been... This season, they've done several of these kind of... It, it almost... Yeah, this is sounds more callous than I mean it to, but stunt... Uh, characters being put in, you know, they're putting them in there because people are requesting them or they've been wanting to do them, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But when they did Ariel, it, it, it mattered to the episode and it mattered to, Everything. you know, a couple episodes past that. Like she was very important to the story. Tank, they wouldn't have won the day, won the day against Peter Pan if it hadn't been for Tank. Right. Also, where is she? Let's let's just pause for a moment. <laughs> where are Ariel and Tank and Prince Eric? Uh, Ariel ate Tank. Okay, now, and then, now we're going okay. to walk away from that. <laughs> well, get, she got shrunk back down. And, you know, mm. fi- fish, they'll just eat just about anything. She's not a fish. She's a She's fish a person. Mermaid. She's a fish person. <sighs> I know, but I, Rapunzel... Rapunzel oh, human legs. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, Rapunzel passed, um, you know, kind of making David realize he could handle the whole right. pregnancy thing. Really didn't serve an important part to the story at all. It would have been, maybe if, you know, the witch had actually, or, the, you know, the stranger, the witch had actually been the Wicked Witch. That would have been cool. Right. You know, maybe kind of start opening up how something. they faced off against the Wicked Witch in that lost year. Yeah. Or something and else. It, was, but it just didn't feel like it mattered. No. And then we got literally the exact same story twice. Mm-hmm. He was freaking out about the same thing and realized he could handle it. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Once, once with the root and once without the root. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I, they do that a lot in this show, kind yeah, of like that was, parallel storytelling. This was painful. Yeah. I mean, it was you know it was well done, but really, mm-hmm. both both stories were well told, but they shouldn't. They probably shouldn't have. Uh, they they should have put a little more effort into Rapunzel. 
Yeah. Really? It was a throwaway. And so many people were pumped for this episode, too. So pumped for Rapunzel. Like, all I hear, saw on Twitter and on, Facebook all week was, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, Rapunzel. 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 So yeah. pumped. And, uh, and no, it just didn't live up to the hub. hype. Hup. No. Hoop. See, and sort of going with that, maybe she has more just – maybe she's her story's not done because she said she's from another realm, mm-hmm. which leads to many, many questions, i.e., why were her parents at the castle? Also, realm. That means you need a portal to get back and forth. Yeah. You do not casually hanging out. Like you don't be like, I'm going to go find this root in Sherwood Forest. Well, Let me th- take a bean. Do you think it's it's do you think she was saying realm as in another kingdom? No, though? because everybody else has said kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that you is don't, a pretty you don't, specific. That's a very specific distinction. But that that does, again, like you said, beg the question, how did her parents get there? Why were her parents there? Were they all there on holiday? And another question I had, was she up in that tower for the entire curse or was she... She had to be with that hair. Or was she in Storybrooke, like in the sanitarium where Belle was or something for the entire 30 oh, years? God, that would have been good too. But okay. But why didn't she cut her hair? Uh, probably I, I'm assuming cause no the, the witch, uh, didn't want her to, but, but the witch said nothing about her hair. Mm. Well, it, and no, the witch had nothing. To, it was her fear. Yeah. It was her fear that she couldn't be a leader and there was no reason for her ha- to have this long hair in the, you know, Rapunzel tangled, whatever that witch won't let her cut her hair uh-huh. is getting power from that hair. There was no, I don't know. And it wasn't yeah. well-maintained. It really bothered me. Speaking of the original Rapunzel story, though, much darker. Much, much darker. Uh, you know, she ends up what, wandering through the desert with her blind Something husband like for yeah, 20 years with babies. And it's nuts. It's insane. They should have done that. That would have been more Might fun. have been more effective. Yeah. Yeah. Because this was just kind of, eh. Meh. All right. Meh. Okay. Uh, this is a Oh, here we go. Point of pride of mine. I, <laughs> Fasten I, your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. Take a drink <laughs> of your magic juice. You know it's coming. Well, we'll 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 do it. We'll do it very lightly here, and then we have a letter that addresses it more in feedback. Okay. But uh, some of you uh, may remember last season. Has I he harped on it. I I saw through the Matrix, Mrs. Padmore, and I I kind of formulated a very specific theory about a, a character we only got a couple glimpses of, Johanna. And uh, Johanna was the – she's mentioned in this episode she was the uh, attendant to Snow uh, before her mom croaked. Wow. And <laughs> – sorry. And, and uh, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty convinced that, uh, that she is responsible or involved in the entire big conspiracy of once in the fact that uh, Zelina mentions to Snow that she knew Johanna – just, like, I'd given up on this theory, basically. I was like, oh, no, they're never going to address her again. But then they say that the Wicked Witch knew her, and the Wicked Witch right now is looking to pretty much be the big bad we've been speculating on for the past couple of years now, or year There's and a, a half. a different big bad every half season, I, I but, season. But I think she might be the big bad, big bad. Like the one- I think if Pan is her daddy, then yeah. I, I think the one – I think she might be the person that the Blue Fairy has been playing like 12th dimensional chess with uh, <laughs> this Oy. this entire series. And I think Johanna was in on it. But we have – Johanna did it. We, we had, we had a, a, a new listener write in with, with us. Some – actually outlining some of what I said and throwing in a couple points of her own uh, from the last episode that we'll read a little bit later. But I just wanted to throw that out there that if that ends up being true, I want everyone to tweet out in Horowitz and be like, Bill called it. Episode Johanna did it last year. That's all I'm saying. 
So. Give me credit. We give you credit. We give you credit. Jeez. Mary Margaret. We touched on this very briefly earlier. Why is she so different between Storybrooke and Enchanted Forest when everyone else is fairly the same? Have you noticed that? Like her personality? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like her, she's always been very trusting, but I feel she's ridiculously trusting of her midwife, this Mm -hmm. random lady that she just met. I don't know. The, the, The lady's so creepy. Zelina doesn't... Why is Mary Margaret crunchy? (laughs) (laughs) She needs a midwife. Yeah. Uh, And the tea. I don't know. I just – whoops, sorry. Um, I don't know. She just feels very different. Yeah. Well, like I almost want to say that it might be a little bit the actress, (laughs) you know, since she actually is pregnant. Yeah, yeah, I, I just, uh, I, I feel like she, she's had a bit of a different demeanor in, in all time periods this half season versus last half season. She, yeah, well, there's so, a baby in there. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking it might be a little bit of that, and obviously she's probably kind of trying to play that into the character as well. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just me then. But it, she, do you see what I mean? Like she just, she's very yeah, different. Yeah, it seems like she's a little too trusting of uh, Zelina too. She she's too trusting. And David definitely was not. He was no. like, hey, we should probably be watching this. Uh, yeah, he didn't seem also all encouraged by the she knew Johanna. Yeah, or so she says. Maybe maybe he knows too. Maybe he's on and on her being in on it. And New theory, right along. <laughs> Okay, G. <laughs> so, and I mean, this is kind of obvious uh, if you know the original Wizard of Oz story, which if you don't. If you don't, how? Yeah, exactly. How old are you? Five? Okay, but it, it's pretty obvious that the witch is going after uh, kind of totems or something representing all of the original characters from the wonderful Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. She got courage this episode from Charming, uh, so she she needs to get uh, love or a heart, which, you know, hearts play in pretty big in this series. Yes, and I think the preview tells us a bit yeah and then intelligence or a brain and uh i i i I, the dorothy got to go home right so i'm thinking that maybe maybe what she the wicked witch is after is gathering courage love and intelligence which will take her home to where where is her home where does she want to be i yeah that's she want to be dead next to cora because that's really what this like (laughs) yeah she's all jealous of that Mm mm-hmm yeah, but I yeah I, I was thinking as far as characters, I, I think Snow would probably end up being Heart. I disagree. You do? That's fair. I, did you watch the preview? I did watch the preview. And you still think it's Snow? Possibly, yeah. Okay. I'll let you think that. <laughs> okay. I disagree. So it's not Snow. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, like that that was that was you know my guess, and I I don't know for I I was kind of almost trying trying to fit this into her just kind of. Uh, Picking and choosing, going window shopping at the charming family for all of her totem it's, needs. It's you know, still in, kind of okay. Can I give you who I think it? Well, go ahead and finish your who your intelligence person is, and then I'll throw it in. There. Intelligence or brain would be Emma. Although I, I I believe someone in our feedback also mentions Belle, which would totally make sense too. Uh, that would. But here's what I've got: um, courage from charming. Uh, I think heart from Neil. Mm-hmm. And I think intelligence or brain is going to be Henry. I could see that. I, with I with as it, much as people pick on him, uh, fans of the show pick on him a little bit. We pick on him? 
little bit, a little bit. I'm sorry. No, but but he he's he's the one who who was smart enough to find the savior and convince right. her magic was real or whatever. So. Right. And if you look at the stills from of the scene that never was, yes, which we'll talk we'll about talk in about in a section, few minutes. Yeah. I think I think it's it's a male thing. Mm-hmm. Even though she was abandoned by her mother, yeah, and um, all three of them were men in the story. Like the original story was you know, mm-hmm. the lion, the Tin Man. They were all they were all men. Yeah. So that might be a some sort of that, but so is she Dorothy and the Wicked Witch? That would be an well. I mean, the house she lives in looks very much like <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, the farmhouse from well. That's why I loved Emma's story. really a farmhouse. Like she was yeah. just, and looked for the bike, and there was the bike. Yeah, and it even had the storm cellar but and everything it else. Seem like Hook understood the story. Yeah, because Hook should not know the yeah, story. I think I actually have a little bit with that coming up in just a minute. Okay, I'll yeah. be quiet then. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. I don't read ahead well. You know this. You know something else that bugged me? What? How did Charming get Rapunzel down after he cut? After I wondered her hair was that. Cut? When I was watching it the second time, I was like, how did that? How? Yeah. Not addressed. Neither of them are magical. They just happened to be down on the ground again. Yep. A wizard did it. The wizard did it. <laughs> the wizard. Joanna. Okay, um, completely kind of off topic. Regina and Henry's scene. I thought that was very nice mm-hmm. because apparently I'm now on Team Regina. It's weird. It's weird for me. Team Reg. Team Reg. Um, it was nice to see them developing a relationship and ha- him having a trust in her, even though he just met her. And he's even like, I don't think we're here for a case. I think she just wanted to get out of New York. Yeah. And Regina not being like, well, this is what's going on. Conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. Right. And his whole might be nice to have more than two place settings at a holiday. Mm-hmm. Dear, that was cute. Yeah. And they, then her, her line. Uh, you was, might have more family than you know what to do with. You know with what to something. do with. <laughs> And you may be gaining more in this episode. So. No, it, it was a really good scene. It although was, I, I still kind of, I, I still kind of wonder why they're keeping Henry in the dark. Yeah, I don't see any point in keeping Henry in the dark. Like, I mean, he. But he, they have no way of. He's, not. he's older now. He's more street smart. Mm-hmm. But if you have every adult in the town, including ones that can shoot like lasers out of their hands, telling you the magic is real, you're probably going to believe it. They didn't have that advantage when right. Emma. He was trying to convince Emma because no one had magic. That's true. That's true. She, he, she had to be convinced magic was real with magic technically not being real. Which is a very, very yeah. difficult <clears throat> hook. Wow, that was really loud. It was a little. What? I apologize. Hook. No, I, I hook. Uh, started, I, I started to get a little suspicious of him this episode. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know me. I'm a Captain Swan forever. Ugh. Uh, and fire. and I incidentally, I really love that scene between him and Emma. Where they don't the, kiss. Where they don't kiss. Um, but uh, yeah, and even that line that Hook had. Uh, you know, if your heart can be broken, it means it still works. I okay, thought that I like that. That was that, nice. was, that, that was, was a good line. And you can – the thing is, is he's definitely up to something. He's definitely not telling us uh, – or he's not telling them everything he knows. Right. Or us, which is frustrating. Yes. Uh, but I, th- I think it has to be altruistic, though. From what we know of his character mm. over, you know, the past, you know, year and, year, year and some change of uh, time passing – I, I, I think it has to be altruistic. I could see definitely, as we discussed last week a little, uh, see him working with Neil mm-hmm. towards an end. But I just uh, I just kind of 
don't know what's what, going on. Yeah, what it could be. And like you mentioned, you know, he 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 made a a very like pop culture referency joke about the wicked, which I think they might have mentioned your skin was green last week, but it, it doesn't seem like that would get you familiar enough with the concept to make a, a joke a, drop a reference like that, right. you know. Right. And what was he doing for the missing year? Mm-hmm. How did he avoid getting swept up in the curse? Like these are these are the questions that I need answers to. Yeah, well, I was assuming that he he avoided getting swept up in the curse because he traveled to New York before the curse was enacted. I don't guarantee that though. And yeah. all because from appearances, Aurora and Philip aren't in this curse. Again, mm-hmm. they have missed a curse. As far as we know. I feel like we'd have seen them. Before. I don't know. We we should probably like go back and go over that town meeting scene with it, fine tooth comb. See if they would have popped out. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure someone would have probably mentioned it too. Right. I would assume. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, obviously they were hiding from the Wicked Witch. Mm-hmm. So maybe she spared them, but she doesn't seem the sparing type. No, no, not at all. For anything or anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't think she'd even spare a monkey. <laughs> Much no monkeys this episode. Yeah, this was a very monkey light episode, but no, I guess this probably... was a very light episode. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 again, as we, we said before, you know, it was just kind of, it was there. Uh, it set pieces up and set things into motion. Um, but and nothing really happened. And that's not really even a complaint because, I mean, you kind of have to have episodes like that to have the big, like, oh, my God, uh, kind of episodes. I wish you could have seen his face when he just did that. It was hilarious. Well, hilarious. It, you, you should have brought your camera to take pictures. I know. Well, next week. Next week. Uh, but you had one more point here to wrap us up. Okay. Again, I'm apparently on Team Reach. Um, I loved how Regina sensed the magic basically as soon as they opened the storm door. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, there's dark magic here. And she seemed scared of it. Yeah. This woman has like insane powers. Mm-hmm. Though apparently she's not really evil because she's not a, a color. So, but, yeah, get- but then neither was Cora. So I don't really understand. And Cora was evil. Well, I, th- I think uh, I, th- I think Cora and Regina are more in the... The power hungry or seeking revenge kind of evil where Rumple and uh Rumple was seeking revenge. Rumple wasn't End really acceptance. He, no, he wasn't seeking revenge. He was seeking his son. Uh but I, I really think that uh they 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 have more of an ugly sort sort of mm-hmm. uh evil where where you know characters like Regina or Cora they're coming at it from kind of a very human place and that's why they want the power because mm. it's some sort of you know one of the seven sins of man or whatever like fear right. envy lust all that kind of stuff so but where uh Zelina is co- coming out of it she just seems to be bad for being bad, bad to say. The, the difference between uh, evil and wicked, uh, as the marketing materials would tell us. Um, it also was really nice when they realized, well, how many people do we know that can spin straw into gold? She just got this smile like, oh, mm. thank God. Backups here. Yes. That's what it was. And I, I have someone who can actually help me. Someone can help me. <laughs> and he had to have broken out himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But – I feel like his powers are dulled or something. Yeah, well, I, while well, th- she has the dagger. Why? Well, I I, th- I think the the dagger is a bit part of it too. That that's one thing that I, I wrote down a couple times in, in my notes was that yeah he's out, but he he can't stay out for long because I mean as soon as she realizes it. Well, in the preview, mm-hmm. summons him. Yeah. So. Yeah, I also kind of wonder if she's really even going to be able to go back there because they know now. Yeah. 
But they don't know who is. So I guess if they don't catch her going back there, she's still safe to play a secret midwife lady. Right. For a while. Call the midwife. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're nice. Um, So, yeah. Anyway, there's that. Yeah, so uh, pretty good. Pretty, I, yeah, I mean, pretty meh episode, but yeah. it 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 was good. It, it wasn't it wasn't anywhere near great or exceptional. It was just, no. it, on a scale of one to five. It was two point five. Yeah, if it was a two to two point five. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, are we? Is that our scale? Are we just going no, with that? No, that's not our arbitrary scale. What, are you kidding me? That has nothing to do with the episode. I was like, that was a really, really boring scale if it was. Okay, so Anne-Marie, uh-huh. on a scale of 1 to 12 new shirts for Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, he really wanted a new shirt, He did. Too. If you were concerned about appearances, you would just give me a new shirt. Uh, how, many, how many shirts would you give uh, this episode? Eight. Eight? Why? Meh. Fair enough. No, no, There's really, no more need to be said. I'm sorry. I, I don't even have anything mm-hmm. else to really say about it. Yeah. Uh, this was an episode. This was an episode. It, 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 it happened. Was, it was definitely an episode. Um, I'm hoping that more comes out of it later. Yeah, that, that's the thing. And uh, I'll go ahead and give my rating, too. Yeah. I, I, I give it probably 7.5 yeah. shirts. Like uh, seven shirts and a couple sleeves. <sighs> Uh, j- just because, yeah, I can definitely see – you have to have down episodes to have up episodes and I completely right. understand that. And you have to get set pieces in place to play out over yeah. the next few episodes. But at the same time – got to have something in each put episode. Put a little more effort into your, your uh, well, yeah. marquee character Rapunzel, your marquee right. guest star Rapunzel. And they, they pushed that so hard. Yeah. And, I and mean, it wasn't even, to me, the main part of the episode. I think that was even one of the – well, right after the Re- Rebecca Mater uh, scoop, that was one of the first big yes. news drops for this season was right. Rapunzel's coming, you right. know, Tangled's coming no, or whatever. They were very specific to say this is not the Tangled Rapunzel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was pretty obvious. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, you know, with the storyline and everything, which was completely right. different than the – well, I actually have, I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really say. I know. I know. I, yeah, I'm slacking. But uh, let's see here. Well, before before we move on to the news and the promo, we've been talking about the I entire know, I've been trying not week. to talk about it. Yeah, although last week we thought this one was going to be this week was going to be so good because of the promo, because with Emma being sucked into the thing, we which never, we didn't even talk about that. We didn't talk about the dream sequence. Maybe this will be a new thing. We talk about the most important thing in the episode after, after we're done the rating. <laughs> with okay, I loved the dream sequence. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was really perfectly good. creepy. It was a great way to open the episode. It was nice to see Emma in Enchanted Forest gear yeah, and garb. And Jennifer uh, Morrison did a really good job playing Princess Emma. You know, right. the teach, Emma that would have been. Yes, the Emma that never was. Yeah, like teach me how to dance. I've never been to a ball, and mm. like that was nice. But then that was where that ended. If it, it feels though for like kind of like a supernatural thing dream thing like that that mm-hmm. it, maybe charming sphere should probably play out over a couple more episodes but it really seemed resolved in both timelines this yeah, episode it really but what you gonna do i guess uh i guess we'll just have to thank our sponsor audible, audible. Uh, for sponsoring this week's episode of greetings from storybrook as they always do if you don't know about audible.com they are a marketplace for all sorts of audiobooks anything you can think of us uh, fantasy 
fantasy, sci-fi, uh, self-help, all that sort of stuff. And you can th- you can uh, buy them through the Audible site and then throw them on any device you have, uh, your, Ford, your Ford car, uh, your iPhone, uh, your Android phone, your Creative Zoom player. Uh, <laughs> I'm just I, letting you go with it this week. They, they have a web player, um, your Android watch that they're coming out with. Uh, your shoe phone, all sorts of stuff. Uh, it, but for you, the listeners of Greetings from Storybrooke, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. And again, you can do this anywhere, doing anything anywhere. while you're running. While you're while you're runs while you're while you're spinning to get rid of the madness, Uh, and we always try Mm -hmm. to do a couple of recommendations. And uh, Emery, I'd like you to go ahead and uh, give your recommendation first. You mean the recommendation that I forgot to find for this week? Yes, Yes. exactly. We had a listener give us one. Did you add it in? Did did we have another one? Yeah. Okay. Well, you find that. Yeah. You find find that, and I'll. uh, Read that, and I figured you know since we're we're deep within the Wicked Arc, I, another Oz-related uh, book would be appropriate, and I picked The Wizard of Oz: A Steampunk Adventure by S.D. Stewart and Steve DeWinter. And uh, the description is: There is no yellow brick road here, no Emerald City, no Lollipop Guild. This is the Australia's penal colony, a, a continent-sized prison referred to the world over as the Outcast Zone. Built to contain the world's most dangerous criminals, Oz ends up du- the dumping ground for everything politely polite society deemed undesirable. You're having some issues reading I know, today, right? Huh? Uh, new monitor. It's weird. Uh, right. It's the new monitor's fault. It is. That's what I'm going to blame it on. Uh, from Oy. inside this place, a garbled message proves Dorothy's father is still alive, trapped in a prison with only one way in and no way out. So another uh, cool uh, reimagining of the, uh, the Wizard of Oz, uh, which you can pick up. And we'll have a link to that one in our show notes. Did you find the one from the listener? No. Okay. Well, okay, well we will add it into the show notes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm sorry As that I Anne can't. Marie's recommendation, right? Because I fail. Okay, so uh, y- yeah, you can pick up that book, uh, whatever it is, <laughs> or The Wizard sorry. of Oz: A Steampunk Adventure, or any book you would like by going to audibletrial.com/storybrook for your free audiobook. Again, that's audibletrial.com/storybrook for your free audiobook. I just and- like making fun of them, but I love Audible. They're off. <laughs> And I, we want to thank Audible again for sponsoring this week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke. And keep an ear out. I might have uh, something uh, related to me uh, coming out on Audible very shortly. And now, It might be Dog Boy. Never. And now, on, on to, to the, the news. News. Okay, first that was up, a good one. I know. I know. That was pretty pro. Uh, and first up, the ratings. Uh, now, it's down a little bit. I got a 2.0, which is down four-tenths from last week's uh, 2.4 adults, 18 to 49 ra- rating. So a little bit of a dip. There's a reason for that. As I was sitting here trying to figure out if uh, Rapunzel is cast for any other episodes or committed to any other episodes, mm-hmm. um, they were up against March Madness, which – for you, Bill Meeks, who doesn't understand sports, that's a big thing. Um, yeah, why do people get mad in March? I don't understand. Uh, see, no, it's it's a it's, college it, basketball finals. It's a sports tournament. It's a sports tournament. Yes, it's a sports tournament. Um, but I guess the episode ran long, which impacted um, the airing, which. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we didn't get final numbers for this episode either, so no, I, that that could be adjusted early, yeah. a little up or down or whatever. Uh, but 
you know, so hopefully that doesn't affect next week though, because that's the way it always goes. Yeah, once it starts dipping, it keeps on dipping, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and uh, again, uh, you can find the links to all of these stories at our website, greetingsfromstorybrook.com. Just look for the show notes for this episode. And uh, this was pointed out to us uh, by our listener Hope, uh, who, who will mention again, since I don't know if we're going to get to her letter today. Unfortunately, there's a lot of feedback. Yeah, we we get a lot of feedback, and we love it. Uh, we, we'll be addressing that in a second, uh, but. Uh, from the piratesalt.swan.tumblr.com, I posted some promo pics uh, that were put out for this week's episode that show Henry Regina giving Henry the book uh, while talking to Archie in the diner and him flipping through it. Didn't see that so at all. So it's the scene that never was. Yeah, the scene that would actually probably would have uh, made the episode not meh. Made this episode a ten shorter. It's a shorter. <laughs> For sure. And, For sure. And they, they, they completely dropped the ball on it. But if you want to see the – it still might – maybe they just recut it into a different episode. Who knows? Maybe it will be the opening scene next week. I would, I would like that. I would, I would very like much that. like that because yes. Henry needs to be filled in at this point. It's just wrong that he hasn't been. There's going to be flying monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really keep, keep, uh, keep it hidden at that no. point. But, no, uh, you can't. Let's see here. And uh, then uh, you want to take this next story, Emery? Yawning. Sorry, yawning. Um, this story, Emery's tired. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode of Greetings from Storybook is brought to you by my pillow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, they released the spring finale dates. Um, tuk, 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 scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And we are going to get a special two-hour Once Upon a Time finale. And no breaks until then, right? No breaks until then. Which means that that two-hour finale is basically going to be what was going to be two episodes spliced right, into one. Right, we're, So it we're is. not getting an extra episode. <clears throat> no, we're not getting an extra episode. We're getting a double episode on May 11th. Yeah. And there, I'm going to close this now because there is an ad that I don't want to look at. That's totally um, fine. Was a, <laughs> a little... Very rude ad. Yes. Um, but um, I, and, then, and then we had a uh, interview with Lana Perea from uh, from a TV Guide. I was like, she's from Once Upon a Time. <laughs> she is from Once Upon a Time. <laughs> but the interview was from TV Guide, and uh, I forget. I think it was Burn Notice Fifty Six sent this over to me on Twitter because mm-hmm. last week we were talking about how. We thought Selena and Regina being sisters was going to be a fake out. Right. And then uh, the next day or two days later, they came out with this interview with her where she says, as we move forward, other things are discovered and we learn that she actually is her half sister. It's quite jarring for Regina. She feels completely betrayed yet again by her mother. She's not too happy about it. Now, they they were sending this to me. Uh, Burn Notice 56, I think his name's Justin. Uh, but was sending this to me as kind of proof that it wasn't bunk and, uh, yeah, that you were wrong. I don't buy it. Yeah, I totally think this is the exact kind of interview they would send her out on if they were doing a double, double, triple fate. Yeah. You know, where they were they were going to put it out there, have fans speculate one way or the other, mm-hmm. come up in an episode with solid proof that that's the way it is, and then do a last-minute, third-act reveal that that's not the it's way the it is ball. at all. The last curveball there. Yeah, and, and you would send her out to do, while well, sending her out to do press anyway, send her out saying stuff like this to throw people off the right. scent of that. exactly. And, and we all know they like to be a little tricksy every once in a while. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I swear I'm wide awake. Yeah. I just can't. My brain is not getting enough oxygen tonight. 
just Rapunzel just wasn't that good. No, Rapunzel just really wasn't that good. Okay, and, so uh, on to the promo. Yeah, we'll finish up with the promo here, and uh, let's see. Here we have uh, Rumple running through the woods. The Run. witch summoning him with her the dagger. Uh, Neil falling to the ground. The witch freaking out. Flying monkeys. Neil busting through a door. Also, Neil. That's the door to go. More Neil. Yes. Neil. Yes. I'm, I'm very happy about this. Episode. With an addition of Neil. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then that same promo shot we've seen a million times of her walking into Storybrooke and turning the thing into the yellow brick road. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so here's my thing: if she has Neil's heart, which mm-hmm. it kind of looks like from the promo to me, yeah, then she's controlling both Rumple and Neil. You uh, oh oh, and going back. You, to, oh, go ahead. Okay, here's ooh, I'm I'm gesturing wildly. <laughs> um, back to my whole. Uh, oh no, that doesn't work. Never mind. I'm going to take it back. Okay. Okay. My, my, my wild but, gestures were premature. Yeah, but you can check out all of those stories <laughs> at greetings from Storybrook at uh, er, greetings from Woo. Okay. okay. You know what? I'm going to share it anyway because it's really good. Okay. Okay. So if she's controlling Neil and Rumpel, mm-hmm. I really think that she's definitely going to go after Henry, and I that almost makes me more believe that Pan's her daddy. But if but Pan, I don't know where the charm Pan, is coming through. I'm just I'm just if saying. Pan was her father, you know, I'm thinking about it now. If Pan was her father, would she have needed uh, Rumble's blood, blood magic. for the blood? This magic? This is two of the blood magic, so we can't figure. Okay. Yeah, I think I think our listeners have a lot of theories on this, though. And as yes. always, uh, you know, when you get done watching the episode every week, get up and uh, walk slowly to your computer. Run with scissors Pick to your computer. <laughs> Pick up your various tablets and phones off of your lap because that's where they are. Throw them against you the wall. You live tweeters out there. We know then, who you then are. Then run to your computer and send us an email or leave a voicemail uh, to get on the show. Uh, you can email us <laughs> at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. You can tweet us at GFStoryBrook. You can hit up our Facebook where there's always all sorts of discussion throughout the week. At and face- random things. Oh, all we sorts like of random. We like to throw out all sorts of random linkies. Yeah. Uh, at Facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrooke, and you can leave us a voicemail at 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And we're going to have to work on something else for that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because with the whole Google voicey thing. Yeah, we might be losing it. We might have to change up numbers or something like that. But we also, I past couple weeks, people have been sending us in MP3s, MP3s which, which is... Perfect. Works great too. Uh, you, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out as a special challenge. Ooh, uh, we, I we, love we've challenge. Been, we've been getting at least a couple voicemails every week. Uh-huh. I want to do voicemail. I would love to do an all voicemail feedback section sometime. Oh. that would be awesome because our voices always kind of wear out towards the end here, <laughs> and uh, then we won't have to read as much. So you know, leave a voicemail. We we'd love to hear your voices. We would like to hear your voices, especially because we cannot pronounce anybody's name right, and mm-hmm. half of you have to email us the following week with the pronunciation you know what in, in fact there's so, <laughs> I, I i just i i think listening to our listeners voices would be so good that i'm just going to play a voicemail from bobby from bradenton right bobby now. greetings bill and bobby from bradenton here well it looks like your theory about the witch was dead on when they showed her using rumple's blood to get into the safe it more or less spelled it all out but if she's not in it to get revenge against her sister then what exactly is she up to she tells Rumple while he's in the cage, it's something you spent a lifetime searching for. I think she wants the love of a child, and for some reason, specifically Snow's child. While I enjoyed the scenes between Hook and Emma, I'm still rooting for Balefire. 
and hoping that he's not a flying monkey at this point. But just what is it that Hook is not telling Emma? It's curious to see what he did on that year that no one else remembers, but he has no problem remembering, but apparently would like to forget. For an episode that was supposed to be about a specific storybook or a storybook character that we hadn't seen yet, I feel that the Rapunzel part of the episode was a bit of a letdown. I was hoping to at least see maybe the Wicked Witch serve as the witch that uh, suspended her in the castle, or banished her to the castle, but to have it play out as the uh, fear version of herself was a little weak, if you ask me. It All it did was really serve the purpose of advancing Prince Charming's character. Anyway... All in all, I still thought it was a good episode, and I'd say out of 15 golden arrows, I'd give it a 12 and a half. <laughs> the dogs agree. Yeah, the dogs definitely the dogs agree, agree on that. And yeah, I agreed on, on pretty much all points, except that rating might be a little generous. But you, I landed pretty close to my rating number anyway. I don't think anyone got my actual... Rating, rating, or my uh, Did we give you- arbitrary scale, rather. Oh, uh, no. Nobody's going to guess the shirts. Yeah, I hope not. I hope not. Uh, let's see if a woo does. First of all, I'd like to apologize for the disturbing image of Cora and Rumple in a romantic situation. Sorry for that, guys. And I'm also sorry to Bill Meeks. I did, I did run over to my computer to record this voicemail, and that's pretty impressive seeing that I'm in a wheelchair to, for me to run anywhere. Overall, I love this episode. I thought it was a really good use of Charming. I love the dream sequence. It's so cool to see Jennifer Morrison in a traditional enchanted forest gown. Uh, And it also did a really good job showing what Charming's sorrows and insecurities are about becoming a dad again. Really good use of the, the Wicked Witch and finding out what her plans are for everybody. Love Robert Carlyle in the cage with the Wicked Witch. I thought that was a really good scene. Overall, I give this episode um, seven flying monkeys out of out of eight. I really thought it was a great episode and really nothing more to say. And if there is something more to say, you guys will cover it. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, Wu. Uh, yeah, def- Thank you, Wu. Definitely agreed on Robert Carlyle and really even more so than his performance. Very impressed with how, how you ran. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty amazing, Woo. Good. This is why I keep saying stop telling the people to run. Now you're making people in wheelchairs run places. Oi. Which, um, which also uh, Woo co-host a uh, uh, podcast on on the Air- show Arrow on the CW uh, that that you should definitely uh, check out sometime. I'm trying to. Rem- I I know it's Woo S Kim on Twitter. Uh, check there. I, I'm sure there's all, always a link, a fresh yeah. link there for their Arrow podcast. Uh, thank you very much, Will. And uh, Amber, you want to go ahead and read this uh, letter from The Golden Key? Okie dokie. Hi, Bill. Another fan of your show referred me to your site because of similar views on Johanna. <laughs> I just listened to your podcast of Johanna Did It and have to say I really enjoyed it. Going to make a point of coming back weekly to listen now. Woohoo! Yay! Um, on the subject of Johanna, I have to say that I wholeheartedly agree. I recently posted this in another forum after having heard Zelina drop Johanna's name during the sneak peek for episode um, season three fourteen, The Tower. Thought you'd like hearing that someone else thinks Johanna dips her toes over the dark side. Here is my post. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Zelina tells Snow that she knew Johanna. Made me think and go back and watch the Queen is Dead episode. I think Johanna is connected to Zelina. And may have a hand in her being taken from Cora and ending up in Oz. A few things are now standing out. 
as a little odd for me. Young Snow caught Johanna trying on her tiara. Was there more to that scene than showing Young Snow being snippety? Mm-hmm. Two, both Johanna and Selena have red hair. Not a big thing, but still a physical trait that they share and worth mentioning. Three, Johanna and Ava was Ava's handmaid and could have easily assisted Cora by slipping Ava the po- poison that killed her. Preach it! <laughs> Four, Johanna told Young Snow about a liaison between Ava and Blue and admitted to Snow that she wasn't supposed to know about it. How did she know about it then? Was she spying on Ava? Ooh, Johanna did it. Oh my gosh. Five. It was Johanna who convinced young Snow to sneak out wait, to sneak out Blue only to have Cora impersonate Blue in an attempt to get young Snow to use dark magic. Was Johanna in on the setup? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Six. In Storybrooke when Cora and Reggie held Johanna hostage. Snow said not to harm Johanna as she had nothing to do with this. Cora's response was, of course she does. Hmm. Makes you wonder what Johanna had to do with everything and how she, how much she knew. She ain't so sweet. <clears throat> Seven. Towards the end of the scene, Snow again asks Cora to let Johanna go and says, you got what you came for. Cora's response, not quite everything, and throws Johanna to her death. Makes you wonder if Cora had other reasons for wanting her dead and also what she came for. Could Johanna know more than either Reggie or Snow knows? And was Cora afraid of Johanna would spill the beans about Zelina, thus shutting her up? More like Mrs. More like Mrs. Badmore. You thought of that the entire time. You were sitting here processing how to make it a Downton reference. Well, Bill, that's what I'm thinking these days. <laughs> Certainly hope we see bad girl Johanna come to fruition. Cheers, the Golden Key. Agreed on all points. Let's move along. <laughs> Thank you, Golden Key. All right. This next letter is from Jasmine Taylor. Hey, guys. I'm still a somewhat new listener, but still loving your podcast. Why, thank you. I think you guys do an excellent job, and I probably would not like once as much if it wasn't greetings from Storybrooke. Oh, that's awesome. Go put it on iTunes, would you? Yeah, yeah, Um, in rhyme form. In rhyme form. Um, There were a few moments that had me laughing hysterically. One was the start of the show when the doll head was spinning around like something from The Exorcist. Wait, was there pea soup? Um, I I just have to note that you spelled P-P-E-E instead of (laughs) P-E-A, which is a whole different kind of soup. A whole different kind of soup. Um, The other was a hook responded, a bit demanding, isn't she? Charming after Charming said he had to go because Snow needed him to meet the nanny. Midwife. Bit of a difference. (laughs) Um, I laughed a lot. I also laughed at the pressure of being a father turned Charming to drink. Really, dog? Um, (laughs) However, I'm a little disappointed – that it seems this half season will focus around Snow's baby simply because Jennifer Goodwin is pregnant in real life. On one hand, it's nice that they don't have to write her off on vacation or hide her tummy. On the other hand, it makes me wonder if they have a long-term plan for the entire series. Are they really just responding to what the fans have been saying about the show or what comes up in the lives of the cast? I really want to believe that there's an overall story that is being told to us much like fairy tales. I also think that the writers are indeed listening to Greetings from Storybrooke. We do too. We really do. I actually, if if anyone has any corroborating evidence on that, send it anonymously to Greetings from Storybrooke at gmail.com. Go ahead. That's right. Make a dump account. Send us some. <laughs> Just be you, like, yeah. You have a picture of everybody sitting around listening mm. to the podcast. <laughs> Uh, send us a picture of jennifer goodwin's greetings from storybrook tattoo (laughs) it's on her belly (laughs) um just kidding i'm completely kidding um finally i love the scene with hook and emma 
that he said he was trying to save her from a loveless marriage. That kind of broke my heart a little. I'm happy that the writers created a third character that Emma said she could have married because she was in love with him. I think it is far more realistic that people meet in real life and do fall in and out of love but then it is great to see somebody that wants to be there for the one person they truly love by the way who is team swan monkey no one is team swan monkey if hook dies i'm totally team swan monkey calling it right now enjoy your time over on swan monkey island um (laughs) up until now i feel like sounds like a video game swan monkey island the ad- our adventures on Swan Monkey Misadventure Island. Misadventure on Swan Monkey Island. It's <laughs> the next Dodd boy. Um, <laughs> up until now, I feel like it is a clear message that Hook really loves Emma. It's not just a fleeting romance. And he is willing to help and support her no matter who he de- who she decides to love or be with. Again, thank you for the show. And here are a few questions for you guys to bounce off of one another if you have time. Which we, we don't, don't. Unfortunately. Sorry. But thank you very much, <laughs> husband. Uh, basically, uh, she... Though there was Jabberwocky, and I kind of wanted to read that one. But yeah, I, 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 think, I think the main gist of a bunch of the questions was where do you see the show going? And I would say see the previous 58 minutes and uh, the previous past couple episodes would probably give you a pretty good idea. Sorry we didn't have time to address them specifically. Okay. Uh, here, I uh, do you, you want got, me to... Yes. Okay. I can't pronounce this name. Uh, this one is... And I, I definitely apologize if I get get the uh, name wrong. This came over to us from Google+. Plus. It's Sadadu Laura is what the, the listing was. And it says, Hello, Bill and Anne-Marie. I am no, listen- I'm sorry. Anne-Marie and Bill. Oh, sorry. You're not always first. <laughs> Darn. Uh, <laughs> hello, Anne-Marie and Bill. Smiley face. Smiley face. I am listening to your podcast every time I can, and I must say I love to hear you two talk about once you were always in a great mood magic juice i'm not very much at all <laughs> yes I'll, he is well now i have my reaction to the tower what was the purpose of rapunzel well that's it <laughs> i hope you have a nice day i'll try to write some better feedback next time because now i am still not over the poor use of my favorite character rapunzel the actress looked cute though well that's it for not for that's it i am out for real now see you next time that was fantastic yes yes in fact, that was the perfect feedback I, actually we probably could have just read that letter at the beginning of the episode, episode and, and called it a day <laughs> <laughs> and i think uh got it yeah, let's see here. I, I'm just looking through what we have left here. Yeah, we'll wanted, read this wanted... one, and then a couple quick bits, okay, and uh, then we'll be out. But... Wicked. And this is from Jamie, Jamie. Cycle, which she will correct us. Yes. Um, it is crazy to hear my emails being read on the podcast, especially when most people write a ton about their theories. I guess I have more of quick thoughts than huge developed theories, like most. So thanks for taking the time to look at them. I really do enjoy listening to the two of you discuss the podcast. It helps keep my once fix going throughout the week. Also, just in case you want to know, although honestly, it does not matter to me, really. My name is pronounced Jamie. Although many <laughs> variations you all come up with have been great. Yeah, it's what, you don't want to be J- jammy? Yeah, it's spelled J-A-M-Y. So <laughs> that's jammy, right? That's jammy. Um, okay, Jamie. Got it. Um, I do have a theory about the Wicked Witch's parents. I have not watched tonight's episode gasp um so maybe it was revealed no not really um in the musical wicked best musical ever i'm kind of obsessed right now Mm -hmm. um the wicked witch is born from an affair between a woman and a man who comes into town later it seems that it is revealed that the man is the wizard of oz who gave the mother a green elixir Mm -hmm. i have always thought it was so interesting a story but back to my theory what if wait what if it was the wizard of oz who likely would be rumple (laughs) 
<laughs> see, I, I could definitely see the father being the Wizard of Oz because I well, one, the Wizard of Oz was always very concerned with. Yeah, you, well, he was he was sort of a, a stage performer, magician, right. so he was very concerned Keeping with, up appearances. with appearances. And I can see him being shaky because of stuff. Yeah, and I mean, you know, entertainers, especially traveling entertainers like carnival magicians, uh, psychics, things like that, uh, they they don't uh, stray away from the magic juice and so, other and other things. Yeah. Uh, but one thought. Sorry, one thought. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but who could the mother be? I think it's Cora. Um, one thought. If it really was not, excuse me, Cora, being that she said she was Regina's sister, who a lot of people are thinking that's a lie, like us. Um, is that it is blue the fairy? Mm. Rumple is also called gold, a hue of yellow, yellow brick road. And if you remember anything from elementary school, blue and yellow make green. Huh. So maybe blue's an X, an X of Rumples. Yeah, it's just where we needed that to go. <laughs> Uh, just a thought. Hope are you having a wickedly good day? Now we can p- picture Rumple and Blue in our heads. Oh, oh. there's a lot of glitter there. And uh, signed Jamie. Thank you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Jamie. Actually. There's a lot of glitter in that relationship. And uh, here, I, unfortunately, we had to cut a couple others. Uh, Hope and Ash and uh, a lot of our regulars. Yeah. We appreciate it, but oi. Lots of feedback tonight, which is great. Yeah, and uh, but uh, we'll uh, leave with a couple last ones from the Facebook. Uh, Patrina uh, said, "Wee, tonight's show was very good, but left some questions like, why is the witch after the baby or Prince Charming? Uh, do we even know if the baby is going to break the curse? What happened happened to Swan's powers? I'm still waiting. She's using them. Uh, yeah, yeah, a bit. I, I think I think more last episode than this episode. No, though. she used this one on Hook." Oh, yeah, that's true. She's that's like, you're true. lying. Anyway, continue. Sorry. But I'm still waiting for a big twist. Uh, last point, I don't believe that the witch is Regina's half-sister. There's more to her story. Can't wait to listen to your podcast. Have a wonderful week. No, uh, no, you. You have a wonderful week. Yes, Patrina. Absolutely. You do it. <laughs> Tweet. You, and uh, last <laughs> but not least from uh, Sarah Sarah Watson. Uh, this would make a good Halloween episode. The hooded, fi- hooded figure is so creepy, like when the girl from the ring emerges from the well. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, 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 this would definitely definitely had kind of like that Halloween-y kind of vibe. He was a weenie. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, okay, let's forget that ever happened. <laughs> I uh, know, but I guess that brings us to the end of our episode. Uh, as as I said at the top of the feedback section, if you want to leave us feedback next week, uh, you know, slots fill up quick. So run to your computer. Do not run. Um, Walk. Crawl. Slither. I want someone to slither. Run. Run to your computer. An email, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Flip your Tw- phone over from Twitter to, to Gmail. <laughs> Tweet at GF Storybrook. Facebook, facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. Voicemail number 424-274-2352. Again, that's two, 424-274-2352. <laughs> and do all of these things at the same time. And you must use that accent the entire time now amory where can people find you online you can find me on twitter at amd simone and you may have noticed i am revamping and actually posting on my blog crunchy crafty and highly caffeinated.wordpress.com excellent and uh, you can find me online at bill meeks google plus is uh, google.com slash plus bill meeks and uh, as has already been mentioned a couple times this episode i write dog books boy. about stuff dogboyadventures.com 
Uh, so I guess uh, I guess that's about that's it. That's about it. Yeah. So, so uh, um, yeah. until next week, uh, uh, it was an episode. It was an and, episode. Uh, greetings from greetings Sherwood from Forest. Storybrook. That's right, Sherwood Forest. Okay, yeah. fine. Storybrook. Greetings from Storybrook. Greetings from Storybrook. Ah!